Hey everybody, I'm Andy. And I'm Natalie. And this is the Running Out of Time podcast. So um, we're just two friends that really like food and live in Columbus, Ohio, which if you've never been here has the best food culture around. Very good food culture. Other than like New York and Chicago. Maybe LA. Better than LA, maybe. Maybe better than LA. Less microgreens. Less kale. Less, less kale. Yeah, less, less kale. Um, So I'll tell you a little bit about myself. Um, I'm a fat bitch who likes food and enjoys cooking and talking. So that lent itself to a podcast very easily. Um, I'm a skinny bitch who likes food. There you go. Real well. <laughs> um, I also run a food blog. I love food. I learned to cook a couple years ago. Um, I love eating out and I love cooking. Yeah. I am an equal opportunity food devourer. So Indeed. Um, that's what we're here to talk about yeah. is food. Food's my number one hobby, for sure. <laughs> Cooking I mean, it, eating it, looking yeah. at it, thinking about it. Watching it on Instagram, <laughs> all the things. So uh, we're just going to do a little get to know you today so that you guys can learn about us and what we think about food and why we decided to do this. And then next week we'll probably jump into all kinds of exciting topics like food trends and mushrooms and shit. So, um, not the psychedelic kind. No, no, like the kind that everyone's making in their coffee now. Oh, Have you been seeing this? Chaga. Like, it's crazy. They're apparently, like, one of the companies is really pushing hard. So, like, all the YouTubers I follow have been, like, pushing this, like, no, They're promoting it. Now I drink, like, mushroom coffee. I'm like, no, you drink mushrooms. It's a gravy in a cup. Like, that's oh. not that's not a coffee, mm, my dude. Sweet morning gravy. So good. Okay, I just have to admit, though, I do put ashwagandha in my smoothies. But I found it for $5 at Marshall's and was like, why the hell not? So. Also, in a smoothie is different than pretending like it's coffee. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's hilarious, so... Anyways, um, let's talk, how did you get interested in food? So, I actually think it's funny, I got interested in food from an ex-boyfriend. Yay! Um, My mom always cooked for us growing up, and that was, like, just normal, like, sometimes cook from scratch, sometimes cook the hamburger helpers. Oh, man, I loved hamburger helper when I was a kid. I did, too. It was so good. That was, like, kind of more of treat food for us because my mom Same. normally, like, tried to prepare stuff, but yeah, she worked a lot, so. Uh, but I just kind of ate whatever for a super long time. In college, I was, like, or actually my whole life, everyone called me a carb queen. I didn't like vegetables, really. I ate, like, bread and pasta, like, butter pasta, no marinara, pizza with mm. no with no sauce on it. That's so crazy. I'm an extra sauce on the mm-hmm. pizza kind of girl. Well, now I am. Yeah. But I wasn't then, so I just, like, didn't like anything. But I started dating a guy, I don't know, like, six, seven years ago, his family owned a restaurant in Columbus, um, and he, I'll never forget, he made me eat mushrooms, and I was like, hell no, mushrooms are disgusting, speaking of mushrooms. Yeah, um, they're delicious. <laughs> and he made them, and I was like, oh my god, this is so, so good. Is he the guy that put MSG on the mushrooms? Yes. <laughs> magic mushroom powder and I later learned that it was MSG but it was I mean whatever it's fine it was delicious so <laughs> I don't care um but then I was like okay well what else you got like, yeah what else can you cook for me and so he started cooking things and I realized that I really liked the flavors of foods that I didn't eat before so crazy right I know amazing <laughs> um and he got me interested in like higher quality foods so like yeah. instead of just buying like a random tub of ice cream he was like no Jenny's is where it's at and I was like oh yeah. you're right so then he would bring me home Jenny's because he worked mm-hmm. at North Market Oh, um, so he brought me Chinese, and we would crush a pint together. So he kind of just got me interested in like higher quality of food, higher level of food, and then like way opened my doors into like all different kinds of food. Yeah. Um, and then I started cooking more myself. We broke up. First time I've ever been dumped in my entire life. Oh, it was really? The only time I've ever been dumped. I've always been the dumper. Oh man. Um, I mean, I I probably half and half <laughs> been been the dumpy and the dumper. Did not like that. I'd rather be the dumpy, I'll be honest. What? I Dumping people so shit. Um, I don't care. I mean, to be fair, by the time you get to the dumping, you're usually like, I'm really over this right now. But I used to do this thing in high school where I would like, didn't want to break up with people. So I would just act really, 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 to get them to break up really with shitty with them <laughs> until they were like, what's going on? And I'm like, and they would be like, I don't think this is working. And I'm like, yeah, it's not. Bye. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> tangent. So we broke up. I started cooking more for myself. I was living with my parents um, after some college. That's a whole other story. Um, 
And then I sort of got addicted to cooking and like the clean eating, and I actually um, dove into a disordered eating and eating disorder phase of my life, which I um, obviously don't love that that happened, yeah. but it did bring me super close to food and it got me super interested in food. Um, it was just in an unhealthy way, and now I have changed that to a healthy way. Yeah. Um, I think that's a really common story, to be I perfectly honest. totally agree. I hear that a lot where people were like, oh, it was an obsession, and now it's yep. just a passion. Yeah. Um, so I don't, you know, do I regret that happened? Yeah, maybe, but I also like, love what it did to my life, so I would never, yeah. I would never change it. So that's sort of how I became interested in food. And that's when I started my blog, was when yeah. I started cooking for myself and cooking. I, my first recipes were a bunch of healthy things. Like, I'm not kidding you, one of my original recipes was um, waffles with cottage cheese in them. To, like, add protein. Part of me thinks that sounds terrible, but then part of me thinks they're ricotta pancakes at yep. North Star yep. and thinks... It's not bad. Maybe they're great. It's not bad. A little <laughs> bit of that tang. Cottage cheese is great. <laughs> I love cottage cheese. I think we might be the only people in the world who like cottage cheese. I know. When I talk about it, other people are like... I'm like, no, have you eaten it, though, or just looked at it? Because don't, like, look at it. I will but, say, like, eat it. now that I've been vegan for so long, like, most cheese kind of freaks me out. Fair. Um, since I don't, like, eat it or look at it, if John's eating cheese, especially, like, blue cheese, which I never oh, liked. Yeah. <gasps> I love blue cheese so much. I think that I probably couldn't do cottage cheese now. But, I, in theory, I do like it. I ate, uh, one of those... Blue Ridge Canyon, maybe, is, like, the name of the uh, Colorado Canyon. Anyways, these potato chips that are, like, avocado oil potato chips. Anyways, those. Oh, yes. Yeah, with melted blue cheese, green oh, onions, shit. and then dipped in ranch last night. That was part of what I ate. That sounds like a, like a high-class snack. <laughs> sure is. That is, like, <laughs> way dropping the Cheetos with shredded cheddar cheese I used to microwave in college. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I can't imagine. Real Warm thing. Cheetos. Oh, yeah. Melted, melted cheese. cheese. I just want to recommend it's for cheese. It's a layering of cheese flavors, really. Of course, I was ahead of my time. <laughs> um, okay, so what about you? How did you get interested in food? Um, so growing up, my mom always cooked for us. So I'm like my grandma, not her mom, but my dad's mom. Small town, like that's the kind of cooking I grew up with. So like my mom's idea of healthy dinner was like we would eat baked chicken but then with mashed potatoes and gravy everything had mashed potatoes and gravy like my whole life sounds like a good way to live and i'm here to say my mom's mashed potatoes are the best mashed potatoes i've ever had because she puts a whole rick of cream cheese in them yeah so they're like the creamiest Mm. potatoes you can imagine i like it like a half cream cheese half potato ratio yeah that's that's where i'm at with yeah her potatoes are white like you see mashed potatoes usually and they're like Got some color. These are white with flecks of pepper in them. Mm. So, um, and I always liked cooking. Like, it was fine. I liked being in the kitchen with my mom and all those kinds of things. And then, similar to you, when I was a teenager, when I was like 19, I went to my doctor and she's like, So I'm afraid you're going to have a stroke because your cholesterol's like out of control, my dude. Which, when you're 19 and your pediatrician is like, Hey, so I think you're dying, you're kind of like, Whoa. So I went home and researched, like, waste lower cholesterol, and everything that cholesterol is in is animal products. So I became a vegan, and uh, I had no idea about vegetables. Because growing up, vegetables were mashed potatoes, or it was grab a vegetable to go with dinner, which was either canned peas, canned corn, or canned green beans. Okay, I'm just going to, like, time out pause, because I love Canned corn, canned green beans, oh, and canned peas. Love them. But I thought that that was what all vegetables were like. Oh, that was like that was your whole world of vegetables. That was that was it, guys. <laughs> and occasionally, like like cut up veg in like you know, yeah, style. like that's fine. Like I I'd eaten some mini carrots in my day, but like nothing outside of that. And never like we're gonna steam some green beans, some fresh green beans, and put those. No, like that was not. You're just thing. heating up the canned ones. Yeah. So when I became vegan, it was like, oh, I want to actually eat food while being vegan and not wish I was dead. <laughs> I'm going to have to, like, get into cooking. Yeah. And so. I think a lot of vegans have that experience, too. Yes. I think a lot of people learn to cook yeah. when they become vegan. Oh, yeah. I thought I hated asparagus. The only time I'd ever had it was when someone had it, like, in a can. Or, like, <sighs> like, steamed. Same thing with, like, I was for sure Brussels sprouts were the grossest thing that had ever existed. And then I was like, fresh guys roasted? Yum. Gimme. Like, Everything. So it totally changed 
the way I thought about food in that respect, but also I think a little bit like it, kind of like what you were saying, it like launched me into this like, I could always like do better or like be better about eating. Yes. So it was like, I could be cleaner, I could do that, and it just became this like constant obsession with like, what's the new thing, what's the better thing, mm-hmm. the best thing. Or like, what should I put out next? Yeah, like, absolutely. That was my thing. Yeah, even when I stopped being vegan, then it was like, you know, oh, well, I just, like, like don't eat much carbs or whatever. Or, right. like, I don't... I don't eat white bread. Yes. Only whole grain, sprouted, exactly. Ezekiel. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't eat after this time, and I fast. Mm. I used to do fasted... Intermittent fasting. Yeah, intermittent fasting. Like, would not eat all day till 2 o'clock. And then would just oh only eat God. between, like, 2 and 6 p.m. Oh. And really gross shit like that. So, um... That was kind of, like, that happened, and then probably, like, two or three years ago is when I got into just, like, I'm just going to eat, like, a human, and just, like, when I am hungry, I will eat the thing that I want until I'm full, and then I will call it a day. It's so funny how, like, simple that is, but how, like, so many people in our culture have gotten so far away from that. It's so hard, because, especially if you're a girl... From literally the time you're, like, six or seven. That's, like, a thing that we're being taught. So, yeah. But anyway, so now I'm just, like, a person who loves food, and it's great. Uh, Let's see. What's the next thing? What? Oh, what do you love slash hate about Columbus food culture? Hmm. Well, one thing that I am currently loving about Columbus food culture is that the vegan scene is growing. Holler! I am so happy about that. We've got uh, the Woodhouse Sisters about to open up on 4th Street. There are more restaurants that are offering things like Vegan Mondays. I actually have had a Vegan Mondays. It went away. They brought it back. Oh, good. I wondered. People were hella mad about that. Um, Because their, like, vegan burger is... It's amazing. Turned up. It's so good. It's so good. The fries <laughs> yeah. are like insane. Those fries are so good. Am I yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. So that's like a huge thing that I'm loving about um, Columbus food culture. I also, this is like, I would call this food adjacent, but okay. I think Columbus Fair. has a fantastic cocktail culture. Yes. I think we have a couple really amazing cocktail yeah. bartenders in town. Is that, I don't know. Is that the term? Yeah. Cocktail, yeah. Yeah. Tender, cocktail person. Maker. Um, <laughs> but I love a good cocktail, and I think that like our scene for that is really really strong although we did just lose curio at harvest yeah but he developed some cocktails i can't remember his name right now i was saying what happened with that um i don't know the full story okay we'll get it we'll talk about it um we'll ask somebody we'll get the scoop but he did develop some draft cocktails for antiques on high which is seven sons new kettle sour brewery that's cool um because i went to their opening event and they had some of his cocktails and it was phenomenal yeah so good yeah, I wish I was a person who liked drinking more. I know that's, like, the weirdest thing to say. No, I'm not like, you. I don't like beer, which is, like, a very unpopular opinion. <laughs> um, which I honestly think is part of the fact that, like, I, didn't, I honestly did not drink until I was 21. Wow. And even then, like, I wasn't in college like other people. Mm. Like, I was, like, going to community college, and I, like, lived at home. And you had a job. Like, and you like yeah, and so I wasn't, like, party. So yeah. I just never cared about beer. I actually, as of last week, have decided to take the rest of the year off from drinking. Oh, that's good. Um, I like that. It, I can do that with you. It'll it be very easy for me. <laughs> it makes me feel like garbage. Um, I love, and I'm supposed to say that, like, maybe I'll have a glass of wine at yeah. Christmas dinner or something. Right, yeah. Um, for sure. But it makes me for feel like... For Thanksgiving, because we'll do that. <laughs> yes. To get through the family <laughs> situations. Woo! Um, it makes me feel like garbage. Mm-hmm. I'm a lightweight, so, like, one drink, and I'm buzzing. Two drinks, and I'm hungover for two days. Yeah. Um, and like, I, I like drinks, but not enough that like, that's part of it. It's like, I'm a picky drinker because the kind of stuff I like to drink is like, I like a margarita. I like a bloody Maria. Like I just am a pain in the ass. Yeah. So then I am just like food. I'm an equal opportunity drinker. I'll drink pretty much anything except for your like generic Bud Lights. I can't get behind Yeah. But like, I love beer. I love craft beer, not big into heavy beers, but like beer and sours yeah. and IPAs and all of that and like wine, red, white, whatever, don't really care. Yeah. It's, unless it's sweet. I don't like sweet stuff. Same. But with cocktails, I pretty much like everything. Again, unless it's like syrupy sweet. I like a little bit of sweetness in a cocktail, but my biggest problem with cocktails is that I just feel like so many of them taste so alcoholic. Yeah. Which I know that's the it. thing. It is alcoholy, but just for me I'm like if that smells like something you put on a wound, I don't I'm not interested <laughs> oh. in and drinking. It. <laughs> it smells like antiseptic. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to drink it. Not that's for me. Not, I think that's 
So what about you? What are you what are you loving about Columbus oh, food right now? What do I love about Columbus food culture? I also love all the vegan stuff that's popping up. Yeah. Um, I love that because even though I'm not vegan, mm-hmm. I support everything related to vegan stuff because if something is good, I don't care if it's vegan or not. Like patty cake is just exactly. a phenomenal bakery. Yeah. Like their cookies are so good and they're not like they're good for vegan cookies. They're just like delicious. They're just good cookies. To put in my face hole. Yep. So, um, I also like that. I like too that we have such a good casual food culture, if that makes sense. Yeah, totally. Like, I feel like in a lot of cities, their best restaurants are like, it cost $300 yes. to go eat there. Yeah. And I think that's ridiculous mm-hmm. because food is such like, the, it should be the simplest, most accessible pleasure for yep. people. Like yep. it should be the little luxury everyone can afford. Exactly. And so I really love that like most, I think, of our best restaurants are like super cash. Yeah, Like agree. go in your jeans, grab some food. Well, I even think some of the newer places that have opened, like your watersheds and yeah. service bar and all of them, like they're, it's still upscale. Yeah. It's like fancier food, but it's still accessible. Absolutely. Like, you know, we don't go there all the time. Sure. It's, yeah. it's not, it's no Max Nervous. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. We never go to Max. Um, but it's still, it's still reasonable. It's still like, you can yes. get dinner and a drink for under a hundred bucks. Yes. And it's not. That was, crazy. I have to say, that was the thing when, you're going to laugh. When Dirty Frank's first opened, mm-hmm. the thing I just loved about it was like, the guy I was dating at the time, like, we could both go, like, eat till full. Not where you're like, well, oh, like, yeah. we had a thing, but we'll need to like, grab something on the way home. Like, uh-huh. eat and have a drink, tip the server and be out of there for like, 25 bucks. Yeah. And to yeah. me, I'm like, okay, that is accessible. Like, and it's a good time. It's a great atmosphere. Totally. And they had vegan stuff. Like, it's yeah. just like, okay. So, I, I think that's like, the thing I'm, I love most about it. And I know that's because, like, we have a lot of colleges, so they're trying to, like, really... Uh, I didn't think about that. Yeah. And I mean, that's, I think, what makes our food culture good is that we constantly have, like, young people coming here. Yeah. And so it makes it just, like... They want like, something new. They want the newest It's innovative. Thing. Yeah. So... That's a really good point. Yeah. That's good insight. But, yeah. So that's that's my favorite thing. What do you hate about Columbus food culture? Um, I can't think of anything that I, like, hate about Columbus food culture. I will say one thing. This is my one thing that I, I do not love about our food culture. It's just that, like, I don't feel like I see enough diversity in it. That Fair. would be, like, my big thing. It's, like, Fair. even when I look at food bloggers, which we have, like, so many people here. Wow. And I clearly am not following, like, every food blogger. It's just so much yeah. middle-class white ladies. Which, like, just so everyone knows, that's both of us. We're both middle-class white ladies. <laughs> We're both that. Um, right in there in that middle-class white lady portion of life. But, yeah, I just wish we had. Because we do have, like, we have so many great, like, restaurants that are diverse, but they're, like, on the outskirts. And everyone's yeah. like, oh, have you gone to that place that's, like, yes out there? So, another thing that I really like about Columbus food culture is that since we are a relatively diverse town, we have a lot of yes. really great, authentic ethnic food. Ethnic food. It's yeah. amazing. Um, but I wish that that was, like you said, yeah. more mainstream and not like you didn't have to go out to Morse Road yes. and like, drive all the way past Easton to get to it. Yeah. And yeah, I, I think wish it, that was downtown more. Agreed. Like, I mean, it is great that we have. And it's it, I, to be fair, having those... Having so many pockets where people can get cheap rent mm-hmm. and, like, start a restaurant yep. makes it more accessible for them. But I just feel like when I see the stuff that's, like, mostly represented in social media and stuff, it's all of the, like, yeah. downtown history yeah. things, which are delicious and great, and I like them. But that's, like, that would be my only qualm, and it's not yeah. even really, like, a big one. No, I love it. I think that makes a lot of sense. So. All right, so what's your current favorite place to eat in Columbus? Okay, I'm going to put some qualifiers. Fires. Okay, we get categories. So here's the problem. If we're t- I live on the other side of the universe Correct. from downtown. So there are places that I like love to go for lunch. Okay, yeah. And then there are places that I like go for dinner because they're not far house. away. Yeah. So right now I'm on a brown bag deli kick for lunch. Mm. Just because like I love going to Alchemy, but like I want something savory yeah that's my thing and i just like love a classic jelly sandwich love it the people who work there are super nice yep you know so that's been like my current lunch favorite i'm gonna say a, a favorite i have that you don't like my favorite like dinner time favorite is sababa we go there so much i know you don't i know it's not I, for you i've only been there once i right. need to give it another and shot. to be fair i do not think they're the best place for vegan eating 
maybe because all the stuff I love really involves a lot of feta cheese. And so, like, totally fair if you go there. Their sauces aren't vegan. Like, you're getting, like, a plain salad with, yeah. like, a Greek vinaigrette on it. Yeah. So, like, I can a thousand percent understand why yeah. it's not also, my like, favorite. Also, like, just, like, a quick explanation. When I was there, like, nobody explained to me how it works. See, which is so crazy because the first time we went, they're like, do you want to try this? Do you want to try, like, do you know what I mean? Like, they were like, they understood that no one would know what the fuck it was. Guys, it's it's a Mediterranean Chipotle. Yeah, but I walked up and I was like, I, I don't... So I was like looking at the sign and I was like, yeah. I think I want a, I guess a, a salad. I don't want yeah. to wrap. And so I like wanted a salad. And yeah. Then I was like, I was like asking questions and it was like two... I think it was like two high school kids or something. Yeah. And they were yeah. just like clearly not interested in me. And I was like, all right, well... So I don't think I made good choices because I don't think that they were They've also helpful. expanded. They used to mm-hmm. just have like pita, a salad, or rice. Mm-hmm. So now they have two kinds of rice. They have like that legit brown rice with the lentils and shit in it. Yum. And then they have like the white rice with vermicelli or whatever. Um, and then also it used to be that you could only get like a vegetarian something, but now you get flaffles on top or grape leaves on top. Oh, and like that some could be other your, stuff. Like, protein. Yes, your protein. And so I feel like it's made it yeah. better in that regard. I'm, I'm willing still, to give it another shot. Yeah, I'm still a little peeved that their hot sauces have chicken stock in them. What? Yes. So I didn't realize that. So I'd been getting like vegetarian salads, right? Like going, I mean, still getting feta cheese, duh. But like, and then finally I go, this is after months of me getting vegetarian food. And the girl goes, are you a vegetarian? And I was like, well, I mean like, no, but I'm not eating meat. And she's like, um, there's totally chicken stock in the hot sauce. And I was like, oh yeah, someone should have told me that. Like, I'm pretty sure I got hot sauce yeah. because I love hot sauce. And I don't know if they changed the recipe because the sure. hot sauces are thinner than they used to be. Hmm. They used to be like like Latin's, like that nice chunky yes. hot sauce. Yeah. Now they're a little thinner or whatever. So I don't know if that's a new thing. Mm-hmm. Regardless, we still eat there like at least once a week and sometimes twice or three times a week. You know what? Because their spicy feta cheese is my... Oh, shit, that does sound good. It's the best. So And the Greek fries are... Oh, Turned Greek up. fries everywhere. Like, just can we just make Greek fries? Fries? Yes. So you. good. Seasoned right. Yeah. Perfectly crispy, creamy on the inside. I've never had a Greek fry that yeah. I didn't like. Oh yeah, and they put feta cheese and then like oh. their their herby sauce on it. Oh. So like, duh. Perfect. Yeah, so amazing. Anyways, those are really uninteresting favorites, but those are my those are my current I, you know favorites. What? I respect it. Yeah. So. Um. Okay, so I'm also gonna give two favorites. Go. Um. My favorite, like. I don't eat there as often as I should, but I just love it, and I'm super excited to go there this week on Friday, is Angry Baker. Yeah. I love it. I love it. And honestly, everyone's all upset that they closed the University District one. Not that upset about it. Um, I never even went to that one. We went there once for brunch. It was a shit show. They they had no system for, like, checking people in and, like, who was here first. They just, like, literally just walked over and were like, who was here first? Yeah. It was horrible. Yeah, don't do that. And then when they closed, I was reading the comments, of course, about on the post, and everyone was like, oh, yeah, I was always like that. And I was like, all right, well, good riddance. I feel like that's part of the problem with, like, so Columbus food culture. We get places that become, like, the popular thing. Yes. And then you go, and, like, a lot of times I feel like they're just not prepared for the fact that that could be, like... That happened at Momo Bar. Yeah. It was insane. Yeah. When I first worked at North Star 1,000 years ago, at the one in the Short North, when they first opened, it was like that. Like, we were... They were more prepared. Like, the people who owned our star are, like, so type A, over the top, mm. crazy. But it was still just, like, line wrapped around the building, Yikes. all brunch, ev- all weekend. And it was just, it's like, a like lot. That. It is still like that because their food is so, so good. good. <laughs> and everybody wants it. Yeah, for sure. Um, but anyways, I am really – I love the Anger Baker in Old Town East. They have really good – they actually just went meatless. So they are all vegetarian. Good for them. Yeah, and their bakery is all vegan. Yes. And their bakery supplies their bread and all the pastries and the – but I love it. They have really good – like, they have good comfort food. Yes. Um. Oh, also, I just, like, have to mention it's not technically a restaurant, but the Little Kitchen. Yes. That is your number one, for sure. Okay, I'm going to, like, take back Angry Baker and definitely put out Little Kitchen. Because yeah. I didn't think of it because it's not a restaurant, but it's my it favorite is. place to eat. Yeah. It's my favorite place to eat. I eat there. I like, support it 100%. amount of times. Everywhere they are, I'm like, I'll be there. My favorite thing was that for their one-year anniversary, you, like, posted a thing on Instagram where you were, like, happy one. I was, like... I've never felt so close to something in my life. I love it. Yeah. I love that. Their food's great. Their food is so good. And so it's, it got me thinking about it because that's the reason I like um, Angry Baker is that, you know, I love places like Alchemy and Zaston and all that because they have 
great vegan options. Yep, but, like, I don't always want a smoothie bowl or, like, juice and, like, a healthy salad. Like, sometimes I just want, like, a bowl of mashed potatoes or mac and cheese, and that's what both of these places have. Yeah. And I love it. And they also have healthy options, like salad. Yeah. You know, avocado toast. Whatever you want. Right. But I love having the option to go there. Angry Baker has the best, uh, like, mushroom gravy on biscuits. Oh. It's so... Good. So in the fall, they just started their fall menu, and I'm excited to see if it's there on Friday. But they have like a harvest bowl. It has kale on the bottom, so I just always leave that there. Right. You can just stay where you are. <laughs> um, but then they have like mashed potatoes and the like, roasted vegetables, and then up. their mushroom gravy on top yes. of all of it. It's incredible. It's like such good comfort food. So um, okay, now I'll just name one more. I know I'm like up to no, three. My favorite like higher end, and I've already mentioned it, but like kind of high scale is Watershed. Yeah. I just Agreed. think their food is insane. Like, I have not had high-quality gourmet vegan mm-hmm. food. Like, wait, that's, that is one thing that I think Columbus is missing, is, like, a, a more high-quality gourmet vegan experience. We used to have one. We had a place called Dragonfly when I was, many, many moons ago when I was a vegan, so legitimately 15 years ago. It was so fucking good. I've heard about it, and, and I just, it was, I never went. And it was, like, fancy shit, like, in a 90s way, where you, like, walk in, and you're, like, I'm, like, at an art gallery, and they oh, yeah. very fancy like, gelato. Tiny little, like, oh, yes, yes. And you're a booze booze. Yes, yeah, it was, things. I mean, <laughs> real swanky and expensive, but so good. But, yeah, you're right. We don't have any. Um, so I, I just love that Watershed is doing that. They have, like, a lot of dishes that can be made that way. Yeah. I mean, I ate... We went there and got the, you can get like the pick three or four or whatever and get the yeah. like couple courses. And oh, I ate a full meal, including dessert, of like all vegan stuff. And I was, that's what's up. A, it was like amazing food. And B, I was full, which is something to be said about vegan and gourmet. Yeah. <laughs> you never know, it could just be like a couple carrots, but it was so good. So that's my like, yeah, fine dining fave. Yeah. Oh, best and worst food memory. Okay, this is going to sound super weird, but it's super nostalgic for me. Go for it. So when I was in previously mentioned um, eating disorder period, I did not eat bagels for a really long time. I just, like, thought bread was the devil. That's too bad. Um, but when I started eating bagels again, I, like, remembered I had, like, a, a bagel. <laughs> <laughs> it was, like, smelling salts. This bagel was so drool-worthy. A bagel um, came out of the clouds. Right. It was like, oh. But it made me think back to just, like, a very um, – Happy time of my life, like going to kindergarten. I went to PM kindergarten, so my yeah. mom and I and my brother would spend the mornings together. That's cute. Um, would hang out, and then my mom would make me at 11 o'clock. She would make me two mini bagels, and on one of them she would it. melt um, American cheese in the Duh. toaster, and on the other one she would put butter and jam. Because I'm always sweet and savory. Yeah, I like best of both worlds. Yeah. Um, and I, when I ate that bagel after not having a bagel in a long time, it, like, reminded me of that just, like, happy, That's warm, so like, spending time with my mom. Just, like, bagel and American cheese. Like, it's so simple. I love it. Worst food memory, I would have to say, is counting breath mitts in my calorie counter app. Yeah, that's when I knew there was a real problem. Yeah, that's... I'm going to call it... Because that's when I eat food. Yeah. But I was counting it in my... Right. What does Lindy West say? Like, uh, counting almonds. If it's if oh. it's bad for one person, it's bad for everybody. Yes. Like, it's not good no, for anyone to count almonds. Ever have to count their almonds. <laughs> just eat. <laughs> They're just so tiny. Just yeah. take a couple. Um, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Yep, that's... So, those, yeah. those are my best memories. What about you? <sighs> my best food memory... Honestly, it's probably just the fact that my mom made me breakfast every single morning when I was growing up. So, like, growing up, like, when I was in high school and stuff, every morning before school, my mom made us, like, eggs and toast. Wow. Or, like, cream of wheat. Or my trash favorite, milk toast. Okay, tell me more about milk toast. So, imagine my mother has a two-cup measuring cup Pyrex one. Yeah. You fill that motherfucker with milk. Okay. And then you just throw in, I don't know, a quarter stick of butter, right? Some salt and pepper. You heat that up in the microwave. Okay. While you're toasting your toast. Okay. Then you throw two slices of toast onto a plate, and then you just pour that milk over top of the toast, and then I you eat it. Actually, like, really not mad at that? No. It's so... It sounds like the grossest thing in the world if you've never eaten it. It's so good. It reminds <laughs> me, like, my family used to eat strawberry shortcake a lot. Yeah. And, you know, most people, like, you know, you cut the... the we would get the real shortcakes, not those, like, gross foam ones. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 It was like trays. Right, something that's more um, like a biscuit. Exactly. It was yes. like a biscuit with sugar on top. Yeah. Um, so we cut those in half, put strawberries on it, and then some people would put ice cream on it, but I always poured milk on it. Yeah. And like the milk soaks into that, and yes. it's just like milky bread. And, yeah. Oh, so I can totally get off. Yeah. But yeah, my mom made that like 
all the That's like awesome. she made us breakfast every morning. And like I'm so impressed. As a teenager, I was like really irritated by it. Like it's like everyone else gets that pop tart. <laughs> Why do we have to eat eggs and toast before school? I want pop tarts. Oh my gosh! And now you're like totally regretting that. Like, mom, oh, can you come make me? I breakfast? constantly tell her like I was such an asshole. <laughs> we all were. Like I'm so sorry that I didn't appreciate you. But yeah, I mean, I didn't have a pop tart the first time until I was like 17 years old. Anyways, and then I have a similar to you worst food memory. So when I was like uh, eight or nine, my mom was making cookies for like a thing at work. Mm-hmm. So you make like the chocolate cookie dough and then it goes in the fridge to like firm up. Yeah. And then in the morning she was going to bake them so they'd like be hot. Yeah. Like, whatever. So she was like, let me have like a little bit of co- cookie dough. It's everyone's favorite. Right? And, but then she was like, that's it. Like you can't have any more cookie dough. And then I would like sneak into the kitchen to like get a little bit of cookie dough. And like by the time morning rolled around, there was like oh, no, no cookie dough left. Oh no. And it was... It wasn't even that, like, I felt totally fine for me. <laughs> like, the whole batch of cookies were the cookie dough. Right, man. Yeah, it's fine. It was the fact that in the morning, it was, like, the most awkward. Oh. Because, like, my parents, my mom was mad, but she didn't want to, like, shame me for eating. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It was, like, oh. it was really, really, probably one of the first times I remember feeling weird about food. Wow. Like, feeling like, oh, this is, like, a weird... I shouldn't have done that. This it's is like thing. bad. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my like heart breaks for a little young. Yeah, lady. it was. I don't know. It was rough, and I feel bad for my parents because, like, what are you supposed to do in that case? True. Like, because all they're taught is that. Yeah, like, that was that's bad behavior, and and it's like more than anything. I'm sure my mom was just irritated. Like, I don't fucking have time. Make <laughs> more cookie dough. Like, like, I don't. Really I think it had less to do with me eating all of it and more to do with just like, what the fuck am I supposed to do now? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I didn't even think about that. So I don't know, but it was just like literally her opening up the fridge and me standing there and just being like, oh shit, like past oh, the point right. of no return on that dough, my dude. So oh, no. anyway, that's really funny and kind of sad. Yeah, I love it. It's, I feel like it's in some ways an allegory for my life. Just. Like, <laughs> Went too far on the thing. So, anyways, what's your signature dish? Well, if I had to say the food that I make that people go the most crazy for is I make a vegan nacho cheese sauce that Holler. people just go nuts for it. Like, anywhere I take it, people go crazy for it. It is so good. Um, It's delicious. I love it. We make it pretty regularly. It actually freezes relatively well. So oh, really? I like to freeze it in jars. And then we can have nachos on the weekends. That makes sense. Very good. Um, so I would say that's like everyone's favorite thing that I make mm-hmm. in terms of signature dish. The other thing, okay, so John, John is my boyfriend. I will be referring to him probably a lot. Um, but we all, him and I always joke about like having people over. Yeah. He would say, he'll say, or I'll say like, oh, we should have him over for dinner one night. That'd be fun. Yeah. Um, and then our running joke is, oh yes, we'll have avocado toast and broccoli. Because we eat avocado toast and steamed broccoli an embarrassing amount of time for dinner. It's great. Because avocado it's so toast is easy. So good. Because we always have avocados around. Yeah. We buy broccoli every always week. Always ready to go bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like 30 seconds when they're good. Um, and we always have bread. Yeah. And so it's just like broccoli and avocado toast is what we eat. I know that's like crazy. I'm like wannabe chef and serious food blogger and my signature dish is avocado toast. But seriously, like I could just eat that all no, the time. No, I feel like Gordon Ramsay, like I feel like at home that man is not making like the most right. outrageous dishes. He's right. like, okay, let's roast a chicken and like have some veg. Exactly. Like everyone just wants, at the end of the day, we all just want simple, delicious food. So no, I would say probably like my signature dish though for like what people like to eat that I make is definitely the nacho yeah. cheese sauce. My signature dish is a chocolate mud pie. Oh. Okay, so traditional like just chocolate pudding and then always double stuffed oreos and just like so many of them Mm. uh in an oreo crust um which i won an award for (gasps) at a mormon chocolate (gasps) chili cook-off wow 20 years ago um so clearly it's a really good chocolate pie do be good um and i like to make a vegan version so like a chocolate tofu pie oh oh you've made it before yeah it's delicious yeah that's right i had it and i like devoured it yeah so that would be my thing i do have to like give myself a pat on the back i went to a chili cook-off this weekend Mm. i was surprised by how many chilies there were i thought there was gonna be like five chilies there were 13. wow i made the only vegetarian chili and it took first prize what (laughs) yes girl i made a three bean uh white Chili. Oh. I mean, you throw a whole cup of sour cream in at the end. So, I like, no one's that. saying no to that. Like, everyone that. 
is interested in that. But yeah, I got a trophy that is from a Pinewood Derby that they picked up at oh, the thrift store. Oh my so, gosh, that's amazing. I'm officially retiring. So side note on spicy food, I love hot sauce and Same. I love good spicy food, but if it melts my face off and I can't taste anything, yeah. I'm not about it. Agreed. We went to Indochine out on the east side. We're on the east side. Okay. It's like a Philippine, no, oh, Viet- yeah. Vietnamese. Maybe. Sure. Maybe Vietnamese. No, not that either. Shit, I don't remember. Um, but we went there and they have a papaya salad. Oh, and I was like, that oh, sounds great. And yeah. so we got it to start. There was a bunch of us and we were sharing it. I my mouth has never been the same. It was horrible. Yeah. I was so excited about it. And they even asked. I think they asked for spice level on that. No, the people we had been with had been there before warned you. And they were like, hey, can we get that medium spice level? Yeah. Because they, they don't ask on the salad, but apparently you need to. Yeah. It was so unenjoyable. And that's my thing with spicy food is that like, I like spicy to add like, Same. add that little something, something. I even like spicy and with my sweet. And like, you can surprise me with spice in interesting places, but like, don't blow my face off with it. I don't like that. Yeah. I thought I hated spicy food because growing up, the only spicy food I ever really had was my parents would make this jerk chicken all the time. And like, to be fair, it was spicy, but like enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never had jerk chicken like that since then. Like the sauce came from like a local place that doesn't mm-hmm. make it anymore. It was so good. It's Anyways. Good. And then I'd only ever had like hot wings. We used oh. to go to wings and rings when I was a teenager. Mm-hmm. These stupid boys went to high school with, and they would always get the ass blasters. That was what wings and rings hottest used to be called was the ass blaster. That's amazing. That's the first time I've ever heard that term. Oh my God. No, they'd get ass blaster wings and cherry Coca-Colas. So it was a whole lot of things I was like not with. And then when I started working at Aladdin's, they were like, try the hot sauce. And I was like, I don't like do spicy foods or whatever. And people were finally just like, no, seriously, open your mouth try and put this into your mouth. And it's legit the best thing ever because it's that perfect like mix of like oh it is spicy has so it much is flavor. flavor yes oh, that hot sauce is okay. yeah their hot sauce is so good i did not like um anything spicy until previously mentioned ex-boyfriend yeah who was like no you you're gonna eat spicy you like changed your whole life he really did um, <laughs> okay moving on so our next Ooh, section here we go we were thinking about doing a rapid fire but maybe not because i think we want to kind of talk about some of these yeah. but it's like favorites Sure. So some of our favorite things. And we talked about favorite Columbus stuff, but um, who is your favorite chef? Okay, so if we're going personality. Okay. It's Chef Gordon Ramsay. You, so you like. I love him. You like it. Okay, that's fair. I, I love Master Chef, so. Just so we're all clear, I like a person who's a dick. Like, yeah. other than my husband, every guy ever dated. <laughs> just a total asshole. There's just something I like about that. So. I just, I just love him. And I do like that his whole thing is like simple food. Yes. Like it's not complicated and then get out the miso paste and blah, blah, blah. It's just yeah. like, here's how to make food taste like food. Or like I watched his tutorial for scrambled eggs and I eat eggs. Yeah. But it's like, it's just so simple and so yeah. good. Yeah. Agreed. And then other one, probably just based on sheer amount of recipes I've done and like love her stuff is... Issa, how do you say her last Issa Chandra Moskowitz? Yes. Yes. I love her. She, She's amazing. How It All Began, which was like a vegan mm-hmm. cookbook that she was yep. a part of, was like the first vegan cookbook I got. And really like my first like cookbook that was mine and not oh, like my like mom's cookbook. Yeah. yeah. And I just like always loved her recipes. I make her Hop and John bowl every year for mm-hmm. New Year's. I mean, just so good. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I appreciate that she has been like a steady fixture yep. in vegan cooking for like 20 years also do you follow her on instagram because she's very I don't she's sure. very funny is she she is very i can funny. see that about her her and like if you follow their um modern love her restaurant in brooklyn yeah um she's on there a lot too she's very funny yeah i like her yeah so those would be mine i would maybe also say gaz oakley the uh, avant-garde vegan is like my current chef crush person because he's just good to look at and nice to listen to. So easy on the eyes. And that food looks delicious. So, yeah. Um, But you. Okay, so my favorite chef is Renee Redzepi. Mm -hmm. He's the head chef at Noma, which is a restaurant in Copenhagen, which has been multiple times ranked the number one restaurant in the world. Crazy. I have never eaten at Noma, and I've never eaten Renee Redzepi's food. Fair. But... Um, I follow him on Instagram and I follow Noma and yeah. the restaurant. And again, it's just like, it's his philosophy that I really like, 
where yep. he is so focused on the Nordic region and only sourcing from there. And their menu changes, you know, with the seasons, you know, in the winter, yep. it's mostly meat because that's all you can get there. And in the summer, it's almost no meat because why would you? There's so yeah. much like plentiful, beautiful vegetables. Mm-hmm. And he just like puts together really interesting um, combinations that you wouldn't think of. And yeah. So I love him. And then he also just opened a snother restaurant and put out a cookbook all about um, fermentation. Him That's what's up. And the head of his um, fermentation lab at the new restaurant. Which, um, what's the thing? Oh, yeah. So they they, were, they have this new um, fermentation cookbook. And it's mm-hmm. just, it's really cool. And so yeah. I think Renee Redzepi is, I love him. And he's, mm-hmm. he's also a family guy, which, like, how do you do that as a chef? Agreed. Like, I, you almost can't have a family and be a chef. It's yeah. really challenging. And um he at least seems, you know, yeah. I know, I don't know him personally, yeah. but he seems to do a good job of that. He's got some cute kids, so. Yeah. I like him. I like that. Okay, so who is your favorite um, social media food account, podcast, or YouTube, or blog? Okay, so. I know you're a big YouTuber. I watch a lot of YouTube at work. <laughs> <laughs> because I need something to, like, Dull listen to. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and this is going to be, like, so silly, but. Um, bon Appetit, just mm-hmm. in general, their channel, like, obsessed. I just watched love. a 23-minute video of them making, um, Lucky Charms today. Yes! Okay, Claire, who does the, Hilarious. like, gourmet, whatever, I love her. But my number one favorite is Brad. So Brad does a series on there called It's Alive with Brad oh, and yes. about fermentation. Yes! Yeah. I love him. I just, he's, I'm obsessed with him. I was, so like, heartbroken funny. when they said he was married, even though I'm also married. Just so we were all clear... <laughs> about the situation but I was like oh he's married like that's I just love him because like he he likes to do unique things and like try stuff mm-hmm. but you can also tell he's just like a normal yes. human he kind of reminds me of like Chris Pratt in a sure, way where yes. it's like you can just tell that that's just like a normal person yes. like says stupid shit and exactly funny. yeah the episode where they like went crab fishing in like Alaska it's a, it's a little depressing because you're vegan so like thinking mm-hmm. about the crabs but it was also crazy because they're, like, separating the crabs. And he would, like, pick up one and be like, this is a big guy. And they did, like, a super cut of him saying that, like, 30 times. <laughs> this is a big guy. Look at this big guy. Hey, big guy, big guy, big guy. And literally, I was watching another one recently. What was he even making? But he said, uh, look at this big guy. And they, like, did – whoever edits their videos is a perfect human. A little crab just, like, ran across the screen. Oh, and I was my like, gosh. oh, back to the crab episode. So, yeah, I just, like, I love his stuff. But, like, their whole channel, just food-wise, is, like... It's so good. Amazing. So, anyways, what's what's your favorite Instagram? Um, so, I whatever? follow a lot of food bloggers. I follow way too many people on Instagram. It's I don't believe that. <laughs> I follow so many. But, uh, so my favorite, like, she's not hugely active on social media, but my favorite podcast is Food Psych by Christy oh, Harrison. Everyone has to check it out um, yeah. when you're done listening to this podcast. Yeah. It's um, so good. It's just phenomenal. She started talking about eating disorder recovery. It's kind of how she got started in intuitive eating and then moved into um, body positivity and then really moved into like fat liberation yeah. and human rights yeah. um, and social justice. And it's a phenomenal, phenomenal podcast. Um, yeah. So I love that podcast. Um, one of my like OG favorites, and she's actually a local too, so that's perfect. Is oh. Alexis from Homo Sapien. Yeah, her recipes are always good. Mm-hmm. They have never let me down. Um, I followed her before they even opened opened Alchemy mm-hmm. down here, which is a, a local restaurant. And I just I just think her recipes are so good. They're so solid. They're always good. She doesn't. Um, she supposed I think exclusively vegetarian, and then she was exclusively vegan for a while. Yeah. Now she has them incorporate fish. But I just think that like her philosophy is good. It's intuitive eating. It is. You know, she'll post things that are, like, vegan and gluten-free yeah, and all sure. this, but it's just so that she can, like, make something available to everyone, but Absolutely. she's never telling you that that's what you should eat. She's also a dietitian, yeah. um, and I think a lot of people who are dietitians and food blockers can fall into this, like, this is what you should be eating because I'm a dietitian and I say yeah. so, and she's not like that at all. She's always posting about, like, cookies and what she's having for yeah. dessert and posting about balance and not balance and eating whatever you want, and so I really, like her food philosophy and then also it's just like her recipes are so good like they're I always good just started following her even though i knew that like yeah. you were obsessed with her because of simi posting about yes. how she like had that whole post about how like my life's not perfect like you see the super cut of like this is what's great yep. on the internet that's not real life yeah like so i started following her and she had that like savory oatmeal last weekend yeah. that she posted about and i was like that looks good. Yeah. Because I do, I wouldn't do a Friday, but I like a poached egg. Mm. Like, you cannot 
Oh, so I used to be like fangirl over her so hard. And when they opened Alchemy, I was so excited to go there yeah. and meet her. But then I was so, I'm like super socially awkward anyways. And then I had like put that pussy on a pedestal. <laughs> <laughs> and when we went there, I like panicked. That's hilarious. So John was like, he's like, that's her working behind the counter. I was like, I know. Yeah. So I went and said hi. And she knew who I was. Yeah, and I was blown away because we follow each other on Instagram. That's what I was gonna say. Is like I think that's so funny because we will be places and people are like, "Are you on your kitchen?" <laughs> it's like you're like I'm Natalie. Hello, like so. It's just so funny that you were like feeling that way about a person. I was so just shocked. I was in like I was like fangirling. I didn't know what to say. Yeah. So she said like hi to me and then I like ran away and John was like. <laughs> Love standing there to like order the rest of our food. Like, uh, uh, this is awkward. And then after like a couple times going there, it's just, she's just a cool person. Yeah. Um, so yeah, she's she's one of my top food follows. Awesome. She also does a good job, just as I know, of promoting other people's recipes, which so, is like, great. Yeah, she'll make something like she even sent me a message and was like, "Hey, I made these cookies that are vegan and they're so good that you should make them." Yeah. So like, I'm gonna make them. And yeah. It's just like cool when other people can like support. Okay. I agree. Like, let's all support each other. It's great. Especially because a lot of food bloggers are, like, really into whatever they're into. Yeah. And will be, like, a little shamey uh-huh. about other people's shit. Uh-huh. And it's like, listen, not everybody can live on kale alone, you mm-hmm. know. Um, ooh, what's your favorite food holiday? Oh, man. Okay, so, I mean, everyone loves Thanksgiving, but my fam- family does a really good Christmas meal. Yeah. So they make, I can't remember, there's some meat they make every year. I haven't eaten it ever, yeah. obviously. But we started a couple years ago inviting some of our like close family friends and neighbors to come down. Yeah. Because we do Christmas Eve with my mom's side and then Christmas Day is just with my dad's side. But some of them live in California now, so it's a much smaller group. Yeah. Um. So, anyways, we started doing a little bit more potlucky instead of my mom makes everything. Like everyone brings something and like even everyone contributes something. So like I make something, yeah. my mom makes something. You know, that mom makes something and her daughter makes something and so That's like awesome. everyone from the family brings like a couple things. So. And we started doing more, like, I would call it more upscale and, like, experimental. So it's yeah. not just, like, at Thanksgiving, you don't fuck with a Thanksgiving menu. Agreed. Like, you eat the same thing every year because everybody loves it. Yeah. But at Christmas is when we can, like, try new dishes. And we'll have, like, lemony Mediterranean green beans and, like, Brussels sprouts. Yeah. With, you know, like, instead oh, of, like, it. yeah. I'm going to try We'll do potatoes a different way. And we'll yeah. do, instead of mashed potatoes. And I just think that's really fun because you get to, like, experiment with things. And it's still... It always, every year I say at the end of the meal, I'm like, that's the best meal I've ever had. Because we apparently are just friends with people who know how to cook. And it's great. I just love, I love Christmas. That's awesome. Aren't, what about you? My mom for Christmas makes a Hawaiian sandwich. So that's oh. like not even remotely the kind of Christmas experience. Uh, sounds people. amazing, though. <laughs> We're low-key Christmas people. Like, we want to open our gifts and watch TV and get drunk. So, like, there's no, that's like, fair. heavy cooking involved. We are, like, over-the-top Christmas people. Yeah, totally fair. I'm going to have two very quickly because I can't have one for anything. Um, <laughs> Friendsgiving. Oh! So, like, me and my friends do Friendsgiving every year. And I like that because Thanksgiving for me is very stressful mm, because family. my husband's parents are divorced. So we have to do the two, the two Thanksgivings. Oh. My sister insists upon having Thanksgiving for her boyfriend and his family. So then, like, we haven't had, like, an at-our-family house, like, Thanksgiving in a while. Mm-hmm which is stressful for me and sad. But we still do Friendsgiving with all of our friends, which is great because I love having people over. That sounds so fun. Yeah, and it's nice because, like, I can make vegan anything. Nobody cares. Right. Like, no complaints, whatever. Whereas family, it's like... <sighs> yes. So, like, I always do, like, one of the roasts from Trader Joe's because it's, like, my favorite. I love that one. Roast. Yeah, so good. And I just like that it's, like, Friday and it's chill. So, like, everybody yes. gets off work a little early if they have to work on Friday. Mm-hmm. So starting at, like... Two o'clock, I put out like the huge crouton. We just yep. like nom um, and yep. then just eat all day. It's great and like mm. low stress. So that sounds amazing. Like that, and then I like New Year's Day, and this oh, is why. Okay. Uh, with my friend Chad, we used to always just like try something totally new on New Year's Day. Oh. And it's usually terrible, <laughs> but it's just like fun to like try because there's like only some places that are open. Yeah. And. It's just like a way to start the new year to say, like, well, we're going to just be open to, like, whatever's oh out my gosh, there, my like, dude. What a cute parallel to, like, how you should start your life in the year. Yeah. 
So I just like I love that the food is not anything to like ever write it's home hilarious. about. So what like what are some of the ones you've tried? Okay, so we got food from this place that I thought was supposed to be Mediterranean, but like was definitely owned by some Ethiopian people. So just like imagine how not good that food was. Um, like it just everything was overcooked and it just wasn't great and it was really really bad. But it was also just like a hilarious story to like tell yeah. everybody that like this is what we had on New really Year's. terrible <laughs> on New Year's so Day. Funny. Plus, there's always still like tons of leftovers from. Of course. Christmas and holidays and popcorn and tins to eat and shit like yep. that. Yep. So it's kind of like whatever if it's terrible, mm-hmm. no one's dying yep. over the situations. All right, let's. Ooh, so what's your favorite snack? Um, okay, do you so, want to do sweet and salty? Yes. Oh, um, you, you know me. Because, like, duh. Otherwise, like, what are we doing? <laughs> we're doing podcasts. Yeah. Um, okay, so my favorite sweet snack, and I know this is super lame, but I am a huge apple freak. I do not Fair. buy them in the spring and the summer because they are not good. They are not good. But in the fall, to slice an apple, douse it in cinnamon, and eat it with peanut butter, man, like that is my favorite snack. I That's love fair. that shit. I That's love fair. it. Um, and then other sweet is just salted dark chocolate. Yes. Um, and like, there I buy salted dark chocolate, and then I bring the box of Maldon sea salt. Into the salt with me. It's never enough salt. It's not enough. Never enough salt. I agree. So, um, in terms of salty snacks, <sighs> I'm not a big like potato chip kind of eater. If I was gonna have chips, it would be probably tortilla chips. Um, I do like. There's been a lot of brands coming out recently with like the puffs. Yes. Um, I like that kind of thing. Yeah, those um, are good. And popcorn. Yeah, popcorn. Popcorn all day. I like day. popping popcorn on the stove. Now that I've learned how to do oh, that. Yeah. It's very fun. I was going to say, I love, shout out to Al's Delicious Popcorn on Bethlehem. Oh my god, it used to be so close to my house. <laughs> popcorn is so good. Like, we've been going because it's right next to Nishiko, the ramen place. Oh, I've never been there. Oh my god, you should go. Their veggie mala ramen is, like, so good. Oh my gosh. You should go. It's vegan, it's spicy, but, like, good. Yeah. Comes with tofu. It doesn't come with the egg. I had the egg. You clearly don't have to, but it's so, it's so good. Their ramen is great. great. So, anyway, it's just about popcorn. Al's delicious popcorn. Um, sweet treat, just chocolate. Like yeah. chocolate is the only thing. Like, Christina at work was running through the hallway with Skittles. Who wants Skittles? I'm like, no one fucking wants. Skittles. Nobody likes Skittles. Like, I'm sorry if it's not chocolate. I am not fucking with it. Like, get out of here. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm with you on that. Dark chocolate all day, every day, never-ending dark chocolate. And then probably salty snack would be, I really love Fritos. Mm. They're just like a simple... And they're so salty. So salty. That's like, what I love. And the bean dip that Fritos makes... Okay, I've heard good things about that. It's vegan and it's delicious. It's so weird because you think, like, this is the trashiest shit. It's in a metal can with, like, a You'll pop. You'll peel yeah. yes. Um... It's just so good. And when we went on our, like, cross-country road trip over the summer, I ate, like, three cans of that because it's so good. It sounds amazing. Um, I also really like Grippo's. Oh, okay, so Grippo's are a barbecue potato chip. They're, oh. they're local to either, like, here or, like, just Ohio in general mm-hmm. or whatever. But they're spicy. Ooh. And they, like, they put a lot of stuff on it. Like, it's not like other potato chips where you're like, oh, I guess the bottom will have... Some sour right, cream. Like you gotta put the do. right side on no, your No, no, tongue. no, no, no. Like, they have a lot of stuff on them. So, like, that sounds amazing. When I just want something, like, when I will get a bag, they're so spicy, and it'll take me weeks to finish. Mm-hmm. Or we'll have a friend over and I'll finish it in, like, a sitting, because we'll yep. just still make out to eat it. But, yeah, they're, they're just so good. So, that's that good. would be my salty. Also, just feta cheese. Oh, I could just eat feta cheese for everything. That's fair. Um, I'm currently working on developing a vegan feta cheese recipe. I'm so excited. Because I tried a couple that were not good. And I'm like, the yeah. world does not deserve to have to eat this vegan feta cheese. Have you tried the Vial Life? Is that what it's called? So I have not tried their feta cheese. Okay. We I'm have some of their other it. cheese right now. Yeah. Their other cheese is phenomenal. I should I should bring some feta next week. And we'll just try it. I'll there get some this weekend. I'm sure. Oh, because you kitchen, live close to. Yeah, Little Kitchen will be at It's All Natural. I'm 100% sure. <laughs> well, so then I'll probably be there too. So then, yeah, but like, I'll pick up some, some feta and we'll oh try it God. next week. I love it. Let's we'll do, do that. Yeah. Um, okay, favorite ethnic food? And I was thinking we could either, like, what's your favorite cuisine? Okay. Or that's too tough. Like, what's your favorite dish within cuisine? I say, let's do all of those and also favorite ethnic restaurant okay. in Columbus. Go. So. My favorite cuisine would be Mexican food. Mm-hmm. I'll eat Mexican food. Like, you mm-hmm. take beans with vegetables, God, and you're going to so wrap it in a warm tortilla. Good. Dead. 
Plus, I just love that, like, tacos are a thing now. Yes, it's like, I'm so happy that's trendy. Yes, and it's like, they're gourmet, and so there's all different kinds of flavors. It's And just to be clear, I still like a Taco Bell taco. Like, you take a gross slab of meat, and it's just melted cheese <laughs> and a tortilla. I'm going to eat that. Like, I have no, nothing against that. But I just like the variety that can happen with tacos. Totally different agree. shells, different, all the things. So, like, so Mexican food is my favorite cuisine. And within that would be tacos. But my favorite ethnic restaurant is Ob. Oh, so, Ob India. Yeah, so we have a... Multiple locations. Indian food restaurant here in Columbus, and they have a lunch buffet. And it mm. is so good because you can try all of the things. That's what I love about a buffet. Yeah. You can try everything. Yeah, exactly. And it's good. Like, sometimes you go to a buffet and you're Ugh. like, none of this was good. It can be categorized as food, I suppose. <laughs> but it's not, like, anything to write home Marginally about. edible. Yeah. But I love Ob because I go, because I'm like, if I had to go at night and spend $47 to eat dinner because I'd want 16 things, and I can spend eleven fifty. Yeah. I'll just eat to yeah. my heart's content. And have all the naan I want. Oh. So much naan. So that's my favorite, like, Indian food restaurant and my favorite okay. ethnic food restaurant in Columbus. Oh, yeah. One. So, yeah. So in terms of like my favorite cuisine, I'm with you on Mexican, but I will yeah. also add to the list Mediterranean. hundred percent. Because I just love like the flavors yeah, of Mediterranean, like Zatar. And I feel like Mediterraneans know what they're doing with olive oil and salt. Agreed. And they don't fuck around with it. They're not yeah. going to short you on either of those things. And those are no. the spice of life. Yeah. Like, give me more olive oil and give me more salt. Yeah. But I feel like Mediterranean restaurants, they got that figured out. And then give me a warm pita to just oh, right. right down into there. I think, like, the bread of all cuisines is always a highlight. Yeah. I'm taking a bread class right now, so I'm very interested in bread. But, like, bread in any cuisine is just so interesting. So the, the restaurant that I was going to talk about, I'm not sure if it's my favorite, but it kind of is right now, is yeah. um, Lollivella. It's an Ethiopian place. Oh, I've been there. Um, so good. I like it because their veggie dish, they don't have, they have a couple veggie dishes, but they have one that's like a sampler. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. Which, of you course. know, I'm about. Yeah. Um, so I love that. But their bread is injera, which is like a, okay, it's so weird. A lot of people hate it. It's like, it's like a flatbread, but not really a flatbread. Okay. They, it's, they cook it on a, on a flat top, essentially, sure. or maybe in a pan of some sort, but it's fermented for a long time. Ooh, um, I love that shit. It's teff flour. Okay. And so it's very dark brown. It's fermented for a long time. And then they cook it on this kind of stovetop and then they roll it up. So the base of your plate, your whole huge plate, I'm talking like foot and a half plate, is injera. And then you also have rolls of this, like, it's very spongy. Sounds like a crepe. Yes, exactly. Yes, it's like a thick crepe. Yes. But very spongy, very airy. Yes. Um, but they don't give you silverware. And so you eat with oh, injera. Um, yeah. Any chance to use bread as <laughs> my primary vessel? Yeah. I'm so into it. I agree. I'm so in. So that's my favorite place right now. I'm, I had not tried, actually, one of our coworkers who I'm not fond of um, took me there for the first time, but I am very grateful for it because it's so good and it's so interesting. Um, and they're, so yeah, Lolly Lolly Bella. Yeah. At the open. Very good. That's what's up. All right. So our last favorite is favorite food trend and or least favorite. I feel like we could probably talk about least favorite trends forever. Hours. And I think we'll probably make a whole episode yeah. of that. But my current least favorite food trend is cauliflower. Oh. Can we stop? Yeah. Okay, I love cauliflower. I have yeah. cauliflower on my lunch today. I love it yeah. roasted. Same. I like it steamed. Yeah. I can pretty much eat cauliflower. I like it in the little buffalo wings. Yes. Right. Yeah. But, like, cauliflower cannot be everything. Nope. We can, I, I just think the cauliflower pizza crust and cauliflower toast and cauliflower rice. Cauliflower rice. Like, and, like, all those things are fine. Yeah. But, like, let's stop pretending that that's anything other than it is, is not yeah. bread. Yes. I yeah. hate that shit. Like, let's just eat bread and cauliflower. I actually saw something, a recipe on um, Deb Perelman Smitten Kitchen. She oh. did, like, a cauliflower toast. So it's cauliflower on top of no, toast. No, what was, is that? But actually, I was more happy with that than people who use cauliflower as the base I of toast. I agree with that. But it was, it's like, still, it was like toast and then, like, a shit ton of cheese. Okay, well, that's fine. <laughs> right, so that's acceptable. But just, like, the cauliflower and everything... Like, I'm not about cauliflower gnocchi. Like, no. Like, just yeah. give me plain old regular cauliflower or plain old regular yeah. gnocchi or toast or pizza crust. Yes. Cauliflower pizza crust is not a good thing. Yeah. Just not into it. So that's okay. my least favorite. Thing. I think along with that, what I'm going to say is pretending things are other things. Yes. So this whole mushroom coffee thing, mm -hmm. this whole, like, I just blend up dates and put it in my coffee, mm -hmm. like, all that shit, I'm just like... Use coffee creamer. Yeah. Just put almond milk in your coffee. Like, and, like, I can get it from the perspective of 
I love the earth, so I'm always like, I can make almond milk at home. I can make my own creamer. Like, I'm into that, but that's just... I will say, like, totally guilty of that from a vegan standpoint. Like, making tofu into, like, scramble. See, I'm behind that because, like, to me, being vegan is a moral choice. Yeah. Someone drinking mushroom coffee is supposed to be because, like, it doesn't put the same toxins in the blah, blah. I can't with that. Like, yeah. Also, maybe that, pretending like our body doesn't naturally cleanse itself with uh, toxins. God, the whole you detox culture. You don't need to do anything, guys. That's what we got kidneys and liver We've got for. a perfect vessel here that does all the things. Like, right. That's why we can drink alcohol. Like, yeah. Because your body just like... Bleh. It's so funny. Actually, I, I posted something about how detoxing is ridiculous, or this artificial yeah. detoxing is ridiculous. I posted about it on Instagram. My brother replied to it, and he was like, I don't understand this. He's like, what do people think they need to filter out? He was like, I've always heard, and he was genuinely asking, yeah. very curious. And he was like, I've always heard of detoxing as like detoxing from drugs or like detoxing yes. from alcohol addiction. He's like, that's the only case I've heard of detoxing. I'm like, yeah, because that's the only true detoxing your body cannot do on its own. Yeah. That's the only time you need help. Yeah, I was watching a, like a, where a dietitian like critiques YouTubers like what I eat a day. Oh. Very painful. She was watching someone who was doing like a candida diet thing. <sighs> And she was like, just so we're all clear, having like an overgrowth of candida, like true overgrowth of candida in your body, which is yeast for anybody who didn't know. It's not, and it's not something you're going to clear up with like eating less refined sugar. Like antibiotics, medication. You need an antifungal in your body. So like no amount of like weird powders or like not eating this or that is going to cure that. You need to go to a doctor and they need to like fix your shit. Just like if you have a yeast infection in your lady business, it's not going to go away because you stopped eating bread. Right. Or because you're eating more probiotic food. Exactly. No. Go see a doctor. Yeah. So, yeah, that would be. Self-diagnosis, I would say. Like, oh, my God, yes. That's the whole thing. Yeah, don't look at WebMD. Do not believe that you have celiacs if your doctor is not oh, told like you. All these people are like, oh, I think I have PCOS, or I think I have this hormone. No, go see a doctor. And it's like, exactly. They'll tell you. I think there's a lot of things wrong with modern medicine, but I think there's a lot of things right with modern medicine. Well, yeah, like, and a lot of those things aren't actually affecting you. So, like, right. through this journey of infertility and, like, doing fertility treatments, finding out that I have low progesterone, I've had that my whole life, and it hasn't done anything. Like, right. it has not mattered. Like, it's a, it has an issue with, like, trying to have a baby. But, like, up until now, it's meant I've had very short life periods my whole life, which I'm not mad about. Blessings. Just, it's just, like, everything like that. It's not, like, the worst thing. Yep. You don't have to, like, totally transform your life. Exactly. There's nothing you can do to make your body alkaline. Like, just, like, don't... <laughs> Just yeah. stop with that stuff. Super annoying. So, yeah. Do we have any, like, positive food trends that we're into? I will, again, go with, like, what I said about Columbus. I'm yeah. happy about the, like, that veganism yeah. is becoming a food trend. Agreed. I'm into that. I love it. I'm going to piggyback on that and say I agree. And I like that people are being more fluid with their diet. Mm-hmm. So, like, I would not say that I'm a vegan, but I don't eat meat and dairy, like, hardly at all. And that's just because, like, I don't need to. Right. There's, like all kinds of great foods and so like why would I need to eat animals or like support industrialized Ugh. terribleness yeah. just in general well I would say like if I were in the arctic like I would eat seals yeah. because that's the only thing that to is eat. what's hanging out there right yeah but we would have blubs yep <laughs> I would have a hard time with it yeah. I would do it fueling your lamps as well um, so oh god but you know what I mean like it's just like if we don't have yeah. to why would we eat that and so yeah. um yeah about it yeah so do you want to go first and talk just about your food philosophy? Yeah. So I think we both just wanted to share like what our overall food philosophy, and I think you'll find that they're both rather similar, awesome. which is why we are doing this together. Having gone through so many periods of restriction and so many periods of not eating um, a lot of things, my food philosophy is pretty much if I didn't have a mother or it isn't a, yeah. impacting an animal in some way, I'll eat it. Yep. I'll eat it. it there's... I will eat sugar. I will eat anything. Um, and I really just think that, like, for, for me, you know, veganism is a moral choice. So I, I don't eat those foods, but I'm, my food philosophy is sort of a no food is off limits. Yes. Um, and if, I think that if, if at any point I decided I wanted to have meat, I think I would have a lot less guilt about that yeah. than I used to. Yeah. Um, and there even are some things that, like, we go to the Sycamore in German Village. They have a banana tart that is not vegan. It has... Yeah dairy whipped cream on top and i eat that shit twice a year yeah because it's amazing and why would i deprive myself of it? it is 
absolutely incredible. Yep. Um, do I wish they had a vegan version? Sure. Maybe that's yeah, that'd be great. Maybe I'll try to recreate it at home someday. Or maybe I'll just go there and I'll eat it because yeah. it's delicious. So my food philosophy is pretty much nothing's off limits. Nothing should be, nothing should make you feel guilty for eating it. And that like food, it just should be good. Yep. Like that's, that's really all that matters about food. Yeah. It's I not this, you know, food is fuel. You should only blah, blah, blah. Like, sure. Yeah. Mine would be that food is just so much more than just being yes, food. Yes, exactly. It, it should be exactly that important and exactly that unimportant in your life. I love that. It's cultural and it has significance for celebrations and things uh-huh. like that. And it should. Yep. But day to day, it should not be a thing where like you are having to count your calories and worry about this and worry about that. You should just be able to like eat and enjoy your life. Yep. And like for me, it's that like at the end of the day, when I die, I want my life to have a better arc and more significance than like I gained and lost a thousand pounds. Yep. Like that's just not, that's 100%. not what I want people to think about me. Like I just hope that there's more to my life than that. Yeah, and so, ways. you know, food's just food. Like, yeah. So. I also think that like, I want to mention this because Andy and I met working at a nonprofit. And so I think that like, we should also talk about the fact that food can be and should be an equalizer. Absolutely. It should be something that is available to everyone 100%. with no questions. Um, we are both very lucky and very privileged to be able to eat the way we want. We can shop at Whole Foods and we can go out to eat multiple times a week. Um, we <laughs> Every meal for a week sometimes. <laughs> right, right. And so I just want to recognize, like take a minute and recognize that like we are super lucky yeah. to have that um, and that I think I wish that, and I, I think it's, um, you can get into this trap of like food deserts, and then a lot of people relate that back to like obesity rates, quote yeah. unquote, the O word. Um, but really, all it is is like people just need food. Yep. That's it. We just yep. need to give them food. So yep. um, I like, really think food can and should be an yep. equalizer. It's like the thing with GMOs and stuff. Like, yes. sure, if people want it labeled, it should be labeled. You should have as much transparency in food as you yep. want as a consumer. But also, without GMOs, so many people in this world would be starving, exactly. would have died. Yep. And so, like, you just can't, not, nothing is so black and white as yep. it's good or it's bad or yep. you should or you shouldn't. Yep. Especially with food. Like, like, a lot of people would be uh, very hungry without GMOs. Oh, yeah, 100%. And so, like, it's very privileged to be like, I'm not going to eat, blah, 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 yep. whatever. So, yep. yeah. Yeah, so also acknowledging our, our privilege in, in food. Yeah, 100%. Well, do you want to wrap things up? Do yeah. you want to say it? Okay, you guys. I think we're running out of time. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why we named the podcast Running Out of Time. Um, also, it's time, T-H-Y-M-E. Yeah, guys. If you thought it was just regular and not a food pun, you're wrong. <laughs> right. Because everything in my life. Is a food pun. Thousand percent. Trust me, we spent like an hour googling food puns, so <laughs> we know them all. With. So yeah, we're, we're running out of time. I think yeah. it's time to wrap it up. I think yeah. it's a good place to stop. Um, if you guys have suggestions, and you want to let us know, you can hit us up on Instagram. We have an yep. Instagram. It's running out of time pod, um, <laughs> and you can find us there. So let us know what you think, and thanks for listening. Yeah, thank you so much, guys. We'll see you next time.